Hey friends, you're listening to the Bible Reading Plan with Calvary Church. I'm your host, Michael Grove. It is January 21st, and I am here reading our Bible Reading Plan with you. Again, reading from the NIV. Today, we will read Psalm 96 through 100, as well as 2 Samuel chapters 5 and 6. So, let's jump right in, going into Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens... Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the seas resound in all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord. For he comes, he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the people in his faithfulness. Psalm 97. The Lord reigns. Let the earth be glad. Let the distant shores rejoice. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of his throne. Fire goes before him and consumes his foes on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains Melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. All who worship images are put to shame. Those who boast in idols, worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and rejoices, and the villages of Judah are glad, because of your judgments, Lord. For you, Lord, are the Most High over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. Let those who love the Lord hate evil, for he guards the lives of his faithful ones and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Light shines on the righteous and joy on the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous, and praise his holy name. Psalm 98 Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. 
Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who believe in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. Psalm 99 The Lord reigns. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The king is mighty. He loves justice. You have established equity. In Jacob you have done what is just and right. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his footstool. He is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel was among those who called on his name. They called on the Lord and he answered them. He spoke to them from the pillar of cloud. They kept his statutes and the decrees he gave them. Lord our God, you answered them. You were to Israel a forgiving God, though you punished their misdeeds. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Psalm 100 Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. 2 Samuel chapter 5 All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, while Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. And the Lord said to you, When all the elders of Israel had come to King David at Hebron, the king made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he became king, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron, he reigned over Judah seven years and six months. And in Jerusalem, he reigned over all Israel and Judah 33 years. The king and his men marched to Jerusalem to attack the Jebusites who lived there. The Jebusites said to David, You will not get in here. Even the blind and the lame can ward you off. They thought, David cannot get in here. Nevertheless, David captured the fortress of Zion, which is the city of David. On that day, David had said, Anyone who conquers the Jebusites will have to use the water shaft to reach those lame and blind who are David's enemies. That is why they say, the blind and lame will not enter the palace. David then took up residence in the fortress and called it the city of David. He built up the area around it from the terraces inward. And he became more and more powerful because the Lord God Almighty was with him. Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent envoys to David, along with cedar logs and carpenters and stonemasons, and they built a palace for David. Then David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. After he left Hebron, David took more concubines and wives in Jerusalem, and more sons and daughters were born to him. 
These are the names of the children born to him there, Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishu, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphalet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they went up in full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, Go, for I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hands. So David went down to Baal Perazim, and there he defeated them. He said, As water breaks out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. So that place was called Baal Perazim. The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David and his men carried them off. Once more, the Philistines came up and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, and he answered, Do not go straight up, but circle around behind them and attack them in front of the poplar trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move quickly, because that will mean the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. So David did as the Lord commanded him, and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. 2 Samuel chapter 6 David again brought together all the able young men of Israel, 30,000. He and all his men went to Baalah in Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name, the name of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim on the Ark. They set the Ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, sons of Abinadab, were guiding the new cart with the Ark of God on it. And Ahio was walking in front of it. David and all Israel were celebrating with all their might before the Lord, with castanets, harps, lyres, timbrels, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nakam, Uzzah reached out and took hold of the Ark of God, because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah because of his irreverent act. Therefore God struck him down, and he died there beside the ark of God. Then David was angry, because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah. And to this day, that place is called Perez Uzzah. David was afraid of the Lord that day, and said, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? He was not willing to take the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gideite. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom the Gideite for three months, and the Lord blessed him and his entire household. Now King David was told, The Lord has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and everything he has because of the ark of God. So David went to bring up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. When those who were carrying the ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf. Wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might, while he and all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sounds of trumpets. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michal, daughter of Saul, watched from a window, and when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. 
They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent David had pitched for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings before the Lord. After he had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, a cake of raisins to each person and the whole crowd of Israelites, both men and women. And all the people went to their homes. When David returned home to bless his household, Michal, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half-naked in full view of the slave girls, of his servants, as any vulgar fellow would. David said to Michal, It was before the Lord who chose me, rather than your father or anyone from his house, when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more undignified than this, and I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But by these slave girls you spoke of, I will be held in honor. And Michal, daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. This concludes the reading for January 21, and I want to give you a few thoughts today, and I'm sorry this one's going to be a little bit longer because this is a super important lesson that we have to learn from these Israelites. So think about this. Why did God kill Uzzah? Picture this. The ark of God is on a brand new cart. They're simply guiding and helping it along when the oxen stumble that was pulling the cart. If Yuza had not reached out and touched it, the ark would have fallen off the cart and would have crashed to the ground. So why did God kill him? The answer to that goes back to the original intention for the ark. But first, remember what the Ark of the Covenant represents. It was the very place where the presence of God had come down and talked with Moses, right between the cherubim on the lid of the ark. God intended that the Israelites remember the sacredness and holiness of God when they were around the ark. While they had built a new cart for the ark to go on, they had missed God's intention. Now remember, the ark has sat in Abinadab's house for over two decades. It's likely that the people had forgotten how the ark was to be handled. So let's refresh ourselves. What was the violation here? When you go back to number 7, Moses is giving instruction for how to handle the things of God. Remember, at that time, Israel was mobile and moving throughout the desert. So God gave specific instructions for them to handle the things of the tabernacle. Listen to the instruction of Numbers 7, 8, and 9. Moses gave the Merites four carts and eight oxen, as their service required, all under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron, the priest. But he did not give any to the Kohathites, since they were to carry on their shoulders the holy objects for which they were responsible. This last part about carrying it on their shoulders came from Numbers chapter 4. When we go back there, we find out that Aaron was to cover all the things of the tabernacle and prepare them for moving. Then, as the Kohathites prepared themselves, they would go and move the objects by carrying them on their shoulders. There was a very important process to moving the ark. So when David and the Israelites place it on a new cart and just move along with no regard to how it was supposed to be handled, they were breaking the process for how God intended the ark to be handled. Understand, 
This is the presence of the Lord they're mishandling. So what's the big deal? Why was God so angry? In regards to the things of God, there's a lot of symbology that takes place. The ark representing the presence of God had poles inserted through it that then rested on the shoulders of the priest. This was a reminder to the priest and all the people that they are carrying the presence of God with them wherever they go into a corrupt and perverse people. It was through respect of the presence of God that the Levites were able to reconcile the relationship between God and his people. This was and still is a big deal. Now, the beauty is this. Jesus replaced the ark. We carry the name of Jesus wherever we go. This story, though, is equivalent to the story of Ananias and Sapphira that we'll read about when we read the book of Acts. There's a blatant disrespect for the reconciliation work that God is doing between himself and mankind. That's the Missio Dei, the mission of God. And God won't allow anything to disrespect and disregard the work he's doing to reconcile all of mankind. Here's another key point to realize. When the Israelites stood inside of Abinadab's house and decided to place the ark on the cart, they would have still had to insert the poles and lift the ark onto the cart. They saw the proper way to respect the presence of the Lord, yet for some reason ignored the respect of his holiness. Hey, don't judge them. Truth is, it's still easy for us to disrespect the presence of the Lord today. We come to church and enjoy worship. We hear the word of God and even spend time in Holy Communion. Yet, how often do we fail to stop and realize the magnitude of the holy God we serve? And here's why God was angry with Yuza, later with Ananias and Sapphira, and maybe even with us today. His design is that the people of God would carry the weight of reconciling people back to him. The priests interceded on behalf of the people and God, and Jesus did the same on the cross. Yet today, you and I, too, have the unbelievable opportunity to be part of the mission of God. And that mission is still reconciliation. When we carry the weight of people and help bring them to Christ for a new life in Him, we're working in the same regard. Yet, when we disrespect the presence of the Lord or misrepresent Him to the people around us, we are handling God no differently than Yuza as he reached out and touched the ark. We must be people who join in the mission of God by joining in his work to redeem all of mankind. The only place that starts is with a holy respect for the presence of God. So, may you represent Christ well today. May you take proper time to prepare your heart. May you slow down and look around you. And may God lead you as you carry the holy name of Jesus to the people around you. That's all the time we have for today. I love you and God bless. Bye.